Welcome into Bill Snyde Digital presented by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills take down the Chargers in this one, a week 12 win for the Buffalo Bills. They move on to eight and three on the season. It's their second consecutive year where they've been eight and three through this far in the season. A lot of exciting things to come out of this game. Got a little bit close towards the end of the game, but they were able to come out defeating the Chargers. I'd like to welcome in Eric Wood to the broadcast. Eric, watching this game, Game. What are your first takeaways from how this game played out, especially at the end there when it was 24 to 17 in the fourth quarter? Yeah, right. Well, my first observations on the game were when I asked Coach McDermott in the pregame interview what they specifically worked on during the bye week, and he said, running the ball on offense and stopping the run on defense. For me, as a former player, I'm thinking, you get a bye week 10 or week 11, there's not a whole lot you can do from a physicality standpoint. These guys are beat up. The Bills have been dealing with a lot of injuries. There's not a lot of physical contact that can go into that development. So the amount of film, the amount of attention that they put on the run game, what they were doing technically and schematically on offense and defense showed up this week in a big way. The Bills over 170 yards on the ground themselves. They were averaging less than 100 per game. And the Chargers came in with the top with a top 10 rushing attack, and they hold them to 74 yards on the ground. So excellent job by both the offense and defense executing what they emphasized during the bye week. Yeah, Coach McDermott said this team did a lot of self-scouting during the bye week and, of course, healing up because in a week 11 bye, nobody's 100% anymore during the season. Somebody who had a great game was Cole Beasley. He even got involved in the passing game. Let's send it over to him and hear his post-game thoughts. Hey, Cole, um, looking back at your touchdown pass, it seems like the trick plays work more often than not when you guys pull them out. I guess what, what do you think leads to that high su success rate? Uh, I think it's just the timing in, in which he calls them. Um, you know, Dave's has done a good job of mixing it up, and um, he does a good job of keeping them off balance, and, and that was one of those times right there. I think I read you played some quarterback in high school. Did you lean on that experience there? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, my, my feet weren't set right. It was, it was really ugly, but it got there. I'll take it. Awesome, man. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, Cole, uh, you know, kind of just could you, first of all, just kind of describe the play as you see it. What are you looking for, looking at? I mean, obviously, Gabe beat his man. Just sort of just play it. Walk us through it, please. Yeah, it's just uh, trying to get him to come up uh, and thinking it was a bubble screen. Um, and I just had to have eyes on the safety, make sure he's not coming over and, and back there. And um, the guys who were, who were guarding, um, the guys going deep came up, so I had a chance to throw it. Does Gabe like pretend like he's blocking a little? Like he might be a might be a screen there. It looked like he might have like yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. That's that's the whole whole deal. I mean, they sell it more than more than I do. You know, right. they just they sell it with the blocks and then um, they give like a three count and then they go. You, that was your I think was your first completed pass since Little Elm, right? You didn't throw any passes at uh, SMU. No, I think it is. Yeah, that's my first one. What do you think? I mean, what do you think of the spiral? It was, it was, did it work pretty good in practice? Uh, I actually had one that was really bad in practice, but it was really windy that day and I was throwing against the wind. So uh, I threw a duck that day. So I'm, I'm glad this one turned out a little better. Okay. Thank you. Cole Beasley moved to Arkansas for Sports 1080. Good win out there today. Appreciate it.
Now, on that first, that, that second drive, that second scoring drive, and then to come out in the third quarter, it seemed like today uh, you guys dominated in kind of like in a slow fashion, getting that good balance with, with run and um, pass. So kind of talk about the good balance you guys had out there today. Yeah, we had to do something to slow them down. You know, the pass rush was getting to us early, so that affected uh, uh, kind of how we called the game a little bit. Um, we had to get them downhill and mix it up on them a little bit more so they couldn't just pin their ears back and, and fly the quarterback. So um, that definitely helped us a lot today, and the line did a good job on that in that regard. Now, now uh, who would have thought here it is in week 11, you'll have more rushing yards than Michael Evans, Julio Jones, um, you know, by the way that you're playing at an 82% catch, uh, catch rate. Um, I mean, that's, that's, those, those thoughts are never in my mind. That's kind of the outside stuff. So me, right? um, I just play ball. Absolutely. Good pass out there today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cole. That's everyone. Yep. Thank you. Cole Beasley, he is always so chill in interviews, uh, not too high on himself for completing that pass with a really great spiral, I might add, and uh, not, not worried about what the stats say about his season with his catch rate, but that's been one very impressive thing about his game. When you're looking at the offense in today's game, Eric, how did you see them set up the run and when it started to be successful because they went to it early and they weren't getting those yards early, but it seemed like in the second half, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary were able to get some pretty big gains that really ran up the rushing yards in the game as a whole. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show before, Maddie. For a team to be effective running the football, often you have to get the run game going throughout the ball game. And the and Brian Dayball stuck with it throughout the game. And the pass rush, as Beasley mentioned, was an issue. And Brian Dayball did a great job throughout the game of, A, being creative. Um, you know, they throw the double pass with um, Cole Beasley, and that was a great play design. Um, loved Gabe Davis selling it really well on the outside, which Cole Beasley gave him credit for as well. And then they also use a number of screens and draws to either A, get the run game going, or B, you know, aid in the passing game. And those can really be effective against a pass rush like the Chargers have. But, you know, from the very start, there were times where Brian Dayball tried to leave Joey Bosa one-on-one -on -one with offensive linemen and one of his sacks he had three sacks on the day one he was completely unblocked that was a missed assignment by the offensive line not necessarily him out manning somebody but the other two sacks he, he showed how effective he can be as a defensive end and with ingram out on the other side i would have liked to see the bill show him a little bit more attention early but the chargers also you have to give them credit did a great job of bringing pressure away from bosa so that you can't just automatically slide to him, double team him, chip him with the running back. Yeah, definitely. It seemed like Bosa was wreaking havoc all over the field during the game. Thankfully, the Bills were able to find the answers when they needed to to get into the end zone. But one thing, the offensive line, they really haven't been without their with their starting five all season. I mean, so many injuries have plagued them. Thankfully, not too many long-term injuries, but we're now seeing one with Cody Ford. He is going to be out for the season. Sean McDermott spoke to the media and said that during the week. Uh, and so you get Mitch Morse back in this game, though. He was out with a concussion previously. Uh, so let's send it over to Mitch Morse, who is back in center for the Bills today. Well, welcome back. Um, Appreciate you. Yeah, and, and 
right. Let's start right there. How did it, how did it feel to get back in there? And, and while describing that, if you could also add just the thoughts of uh, having been benched, because we really didn't get a chance to talk with you uh, after that Arizona game. Um, yeah, you know, uh, for me, um, it was nice being back with the guys. Uh, I have a lot to work on still. Uh, I take responsibility for um, the Barkley hit as well as uh, that fumble snap. So for me, um, a lot to work on and put our offense in a better position um, to score and to finish drives. Um, uh, in regards to uh, the week prior, uh, there was complete transparency and uh, candidness from the uh, coaching staff. Um, it's my job to be professional and to uh, go with the flow. And uh, I feel like that's what we did. And uh, now we're here. And, and Mitch, one more um, bigger picture. This team, it's been a pattern, uh, even in wins, where you get a, a lead, a, a, what looks like a comfortable lead, and then it starts getting away and, and you let teams hang around. What, what is your level of concern or thought about that, uh, including what happened today? Um, I can only speak for myself, and that's just executing. Um, just uh, for, uh, you know, we left some stuff out there, uh, made some plays, and just kind of shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. There's a lot to learn from, and it'll be a, uh, it'll be a good film session. We'll all have to look at ourselves tomorrow and um, take the coaching, no matter what it, how it goes, and um, move forward. Thank you, Mitch. Hey, Mitch, Chris Brown here. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on the balance that you felt your run game gave to your offense today. I mean, you guys ran it more than you threw it today. Just the balance you felt that brought to your attack in general. Um, yeah, I, I would say that you know, that's been a point of emphasis for us. It's just um, getting those guys going in the run game and executing that. Um, definitely thought it helped us. Uh, you know, there's still things we can work on, but um, felt good about that department. And uh, you know, used to, uh, you know, they had there's some dudes out there. They have a dude, so we tried to limit that as much as possible. We still made his plays, so we, we have a lot to work on. But um, you know, we'll take that with us to the next week's game. Yeah, would you? Uh, that was my next question. Would you consider it kind of a, at least a building block performance? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, there's always good things to take away from games. And, um, you know, I think there's some definitely some things in the run game we, we did well, but, um, you know, you got to be your biggest critic. And it's never been a problem for me. So uh, just got to hone in on some stuff and go from there. Thanks, Mitch. Eric, uh, Mitch Morse was very open and candid there in the beginning when he was asked about not playing in the Arizona game, even though he had recovered from that concussion. Just from an offensive lineman's perspective and a former player's perspective, uh, how do you think he dealt with that? I'm, how have former teammates have dealt with that in situations that you've been in where, you know, you're a healthy scratch? It, it's not the best feeling, of course, but Mitch said, you know, I was open and candid. I have to be a professional about this. And even in today's game, I had to do better. There's things that we can all work on. So I guess, how do you think he approached that situation specific to being an offensive lineman? 
You know, I think he approached it fine. It's not something I ever had to deal with in my career. Um, I was either hurt or starting, and um, it would have been really tough for me if they would have said, "Hey, we're you. You feel like you're healthy, but we're gonna we're gonna hold you out." And with concussions, it's so tough because although Mitch felt completely physically fine, it could have been a deal with the coaches where they're looking long term and they don't want Mitch even though he feels fine and he's recovered and he's cleared to play they don't want to necessarily throw him out there and risk the the long term uh concussion that could come following if he were to get repeat concussions again this year so i think it was a smart move by the coaches he got back out there the offensive line performed well today you know obviously Joey Bosa had those three sacks and we could talk at length about those but beyond that the running game uh, came up huge for the Bills today, and there were a lot of times where Josh did have clean pockets. Yeah, it's also not like Joey Bosa is just some Joe Schmo off the street. He's a really great player, so you kind of had to guess that he may get home to Josh Allen at least once in this game, but the Bills finished out with a win, so they were able to have success enough against that pass rush that the Chargers present. Uh, Devin Singletary, somebody who had a pretty good game rushing for 82 yards off of 11 carries. You love to see that average. Let's see what he had to say after the win. Uh, just wanted to start, first of all, with uh, just the balance you felt that the run game gave the offense today? What were your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think we ran the ball well. Um, I think uh, we took a step forward as far as in the run game. So um, I, th I think it was pretty balanced. I think, I think it helped us out a lot. And then there were some design runs in the plan today for Josh. We hadn't seen as much of those in recent weeks. Do you feel as though it kind of helped to keep the Chargers defense guessing? Um, yeah, for sure. When you got to worry about a running back or a quarterback running the ball and then a quarterback that can sling it, definitely going to keep you on your toes. And then the last one for you, just the way the defense was able to close this game out for you guys when some things were getting a little screwy on offense. Man, that, that's major. You know, that just shows, you know, that those guys have our back and uh, that they always ready for any situation. Last one I got for you, Gabe Davis, just the way he was able to contribute today for your offense, kind of taking up the slack left by John with, with Smoke being out of the lineup. Yeah, man, it was amazing. He, he had some big blocks. Sheeney had a big catch. Um, he's just a selfless guy, and um, he shows that day in and day out. Thanks, Dev. Okay, does, oh, we have one more. Uh, next question is from John Scott. Hey, Devin, it's John. Um, I apologize, just jumping in here. Um, I know you'd mentioned there was some extra emphasis on the run game and practice this week. Were you able to see the things you guys worked on throughout the week be applied today? And how much is that the reason the running game appeared to be taking off more so than we've seen uh, in the past? Yeah, it definitely, I would definitely say it helped. You know, and um, it, it showed up a lot. <laughs> you know, um, we, we had, was getting five yards of carry. So um, that should speak for itself. And uh, definitely, you know, what we did in practice, like I said, it helped. So. And what were some of those things that you did in practice that translated into the game today? Yeah, if it, like we just had an extra, you know, a run drill. It wasn't even full speed. It was, you know, it was kind of like half speed. But, um, you know, just seeing the guys get to their landmark, that helps us with our landmark. You know, it just kind of helps the offensive line and the running backs get a feel for each other. And um, it showed today. And then for you, confidence-wise, uh, next to the New England game, uh, this is your best total yet. I mean, how does this 
help you moving forward? I know you talked about how playing running back can be about flow and how does this performance help you with that moving forward? Um, definitely. Uh, it helps a lot. You know, um, we, we know what we could do in the ring game. Um, we feel like we could do even better, you know, um, but we're going to keep taking it day by day. Um, but I feel like it helps out a lot. Cool. Thanks, Devin. <laughs> Motor single Terry, Mookie Hawkins, Waffle Sports 1080. Good win out there today. Appreciate it, man. What's up? <clears throat> good, good. Now, um, how excited were you to know that, you know, this this game plan was really going through your hands and 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 Zach Moss's hands today, especially in that fourth quarter when they knew they had to rely on you guys to get those first downs to keep the sticks moving. Um, you know, that's big, you know. Uh, you know, when the team is looking for us and make plays. You know, we got to step up to the plate. Um, I believe we did that today, but, um, you know, felt good. You know, being, you know, they needed to count on us, and uh, we made it happen. Uh, you got some good balance over 170 yards on the ground. Uh, what makes this thing continue into next week? Um, really just taking it day by day, um, seeing what we got to clean up, you know, from the run game. You know, it, it was good, but I'm pretty sure some things that we got to clean up. And just keep moving forward, man. Keep stacking these days. I feel like that's all we got to do, to be honest. Good job, man. Way to come off the bike swinging. So appreciate it. Hey, Devin, uh, could you could you speak to, you know, it's a win, and that's good, but the problem of not being able to close these games out <laughs> a little more easily, it's been a struggle for you guys to close teams out. How much of a, how much of a concern is that moving forward? Definitely, we definitely got to clean that up. You know, we can't have that, you know, especially on the back end of the season, trying to go where we're trying to go. So I'm pretty sure, you know, that's going to be some things that we work on going forward, you know, to clean up. Because like you said, we can't have that on the back end. We got to be able to, you know, make it a little easier and close these games out. Okay, thank you. Eric, in this game, we saw a few turnovers from the Bills' offense. So where do they go from here? How can they clean that up so you're not in a position at the end of the game where you've got to rely on your defense to close it out so it doesn't turn it into a loss when, when you're up by, you know, 10 points or more at the earlier parts of the game? Yeah, really some unforced errors. The Bills didn't weren't in a position where they had to force themselves to make plays. So really uncharacteristic. It was a bad throw by Josh on the interception. The fumbled snap. We haven't seen any of those, I believe, on the year between him and Mitch Morse. That can happen with going back and forth between him and Feliciano. But moving forward, those need to be eliminated. And then the Devin Singletary one, when you're up by two scores in the fourth quarter, you can't put the ball on the ground. Yeah, there's something they're definitely going to need to correct before we hit the final weeks of the season. You want to be in a good place for the playoffs, certainly. Well, Josh Allen is available. Let's send it over to him via Zoom. Josh, um, I guess just what is your biggest takeaway after a game with so many up and downs, especially down the stretch in the fourth quarter? Uh, we're in three. That's that's the that's what that's what our goal was heading into this game. Whatever it takes, um, you know, and. We got it done. Uh, our defense played outstanding. Obviously, on the offensive side of the football, uh, we can do a lot more to, to help us out. Um, you know, 27 points and three consecutive turnovers in, in that you know third end of third fourth quarter, whatever it was. Um, you know, we, we left a lot out there. We know that uh, we got to be better, and I got to be better taking care of the football. And it's simply what it comes down to. But uh, again, our defense had our back today, and um, you know, our return game was fantastic with Dre. And uh, you know, when you win two, three. 
um, spots in the game that it's usually hard to win, but uh, we found a way. I know it's everybody always talks about how difficult it is to win in the NFL. And that is true. That is certainly true. But does it say something about the team that you guys didn't play your best, you made mistakes and that at the end of the day, you still did get to eight and three, like your goal was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously, it's a sign of a good team when uh, one side of the ball is not doing their job and the other, the other side can pick it up. Um, it's, it's a three phase game. And like I said, I think we won two of those phases today and, um, I wouldn't say we lost on the offensive side, but there's plenty of opportunities that we had that we didn't take advantage of. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Hey, Josh, John Warrow. Um, I guess congrats on the win, but I guess just staying on that theme, how much does this offense need to clean things up in, in, in some ways if you want to, well, if, if, if you really, the style points, I guess, weren't there. What do you make of that? No, I mean, Again, our our job is to to help our, put our team in a position to win the game. Um, you know, early on we did that. Late in the game we didn't. Um, luckily, like I said, our defense stepped up for us and and made some plays. And like I said, you know, it, it's hard to win this league. We're sitting at eight and three. Uh, we put up 27 points against a really good team. Um, that's been a lot of game. I think they've been in every single their every single one of their games. I think they've lost by one possession. So obviously, taking care of business and. Uh, um, like I said, putting up 27, winning by 10. Um, but again, uh, left a lot out there, and we understand that as an offense, um, as a group and whole, and uh, you know a lot of good things that we're gonna we're gonna watch and gonna come out of this. But you know, after the bye week, um, trying to shake some of that rust off, and, and we gotta we gotta be better um, late in the game. And last thing, I think all of Bills Mafia was um, worried when you went off the field. Um, what happened there, and 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 and. <laughs> I guess how much it looked like it didn't bother you that much because you're still running the ball. Yeah. I uh, just twisted up a little bit and um, it happens. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's not going to affect me. I'm good. Good. Thank, thanks, Josh. Thank you. Hey, Josh, John Scott here. Uh, how much of a point of emphasis going into this one was establishing the running game? We know how much uh, you guys worked on it heading into this football game. Say it again. Sorry. How much of an emphasis was it to run the football in this game this afternoon, especially after all the work you guys put in during the week and coming out of the bye week at trying to get that going? Yeah, our, our guys did a great job. Um, I don't know the stats on the Russian, but I think well over 150 yards. Um, you know, Zach and then Motor carried the ball extremely well. They ran hard. Um, you know, when my number's called, I got I got to make some plays too, but our guys did a good job locking up front. And uh, again, uh, you put the ball in your back's uh, hands and let them do things. And um, they were, they were great today. And then a follow-up, uh, Joey Bosa, uh, is he as advertised uh, from what you expected to, to deal with here this afternoon? Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's uh, one of the better, better guys in the league, if not the best guy. And, um, He's strong, he's powerful, he's quick, he's explosive. Uh, you can use all those adjectives for him, and uh, he's got a knack, uh, knack of getting after the quarterback. Thanks, Josh. Hi, Josh. Um, the When you got the penalty for the spike, just what besides just raw emotion, was there anything else to that that you were trying to do with it? I mean, it's what no. something said beforehand or? No, I mean, I just obviously throughout the game and then coming, uh, coming after 
I had to sit out for a play or whatever. Um, just a lot of emotion in the play. And, you know, I, I play with my heart on my sleeve and uh, let the emotions get to the best of me. I can't, I can't do that and put our team in jeopardy and lose 15 yards on the kickoff. So um, that'd be better than that. And in general, uh, you mentioned you guys will always have that list of, of things you want to address. I would imagine for the season too, uh, just just a lot of these cases where you've had big leads, teams get a chance to come back for a variety of reasons. Um, do you see the, the closing out struggle thing as something that has to be uh, addressed to the highest level? Is, is it that much? Is it a, how big of a concern is it for you? It's, it's not a concern. Um, we're an offense that's able to adapt and, and find different ways to win. And our defense, uh, like I said, they, they helped us out a lot tonight and forcing a couple of turnovers late. Um, I mean, it, it takes a, it takes a team to win football games and um, yeah, we can be better, you know, especially in the fourth quarter in this game, but uh, you know, I don't want to make a mountain out of the molehill, a mountain out of a molehill. I think we've been um, pretty good in that area. Um, so, you know, we're sitting at eight and three. I think uh, obviously we got a lot of work to do, but um, eight and three is pretty good. It is. Thank you. Hey, Josh, I was just hoping you could uh, comment on the job that uh, Gabe did in terms of helping pick up the slack left by the absence of uh, smoke. And not, not only the plays he made in the pass game, but even some of the blocking he did for your run game today. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he was fantastic today. Um, I don't expect anything less from him. He's a, he's a guy that's always willing to put the team first and, and do whatever it takes, and uh, you saw that today. So um, he's just one of those guys that he's obviously young, but he plays a lot older than what he is. Um, does the right things on and off the field. And, um, you know, he's going to he's gonna be really good in this league for a long time. Thanks. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. The reason why the offense was able to have success today on the field is because the defense was able to get off the field quickly in some situations. A.J. Klein had 14 tackles. Tremaine Edmonds had 11. Trey White had an interception. How was the defense able to help out the offense today? Yeah, they brought a lot of pressure against the rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert, and they brought it throughout the game. I thought one of the biggest factors in the game was their right tackle, Brian Belaga, was out. And Jerry Hughes, because of that, had a big game. It didn't show up tremendously. He had a half a sack on the day, but he was supplying constant pressure around the edge, which forces him up, which helps out an Ed Oliver to get a sack, helps out an A.J. Klein to get a sack and a half himself. Any day that Jerry has a sack, even if it's a half a sack, it's a good day. Uh, Sean McDermott is available on Zoom after the game. Let's hear his thoughts on this win against the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's a, I know the want to is there, Heather, I'd say. You know, the, the want to is definitely there. I think we're learning and growing through some of these. Um, you know, we got to do a better job taking care of the football. Uh, and then the penalties hurt us. Uh, that combined on the offensive side and defensively, I thought we did some good things in the last drive. And then, you know, the, the big given fourth and long in, in the, uh, in the big two big passes back to back, you know? So, uh, I think again, an opportunity for us to learn. Thanks Fred. Appreciate it. Sure. Hey, Sean, uh, congrats on the win. I understand that being eight and three is more important than really any reason that you might not be eight and three, but to follow up on Heather, to what extent does that give you that teachable or coachable thing on, on the closing out and how you address it maybe going forward, just knowing 
what it what what it means uh, to for this team to not let teams back in games because at some point that can that can bite you. Yeah, I mean we definitely we definitely can clean some things up. Back to your point uh, in the fourth quarter there, um, you know again it, it comes back to the ball. The ball keeps people in games, and uh, we didn't do a good enough job with the ball. And we we had some penalties there, and and again just to. Closing the team out, we got them in fourth and long, you know, so we got to do a better job there as well. Uh, I, I do think there was a lot of good things, and it is good. It's hard to win in this league, man, and you know it. So it's good to be eight three. And and one more, Sean, on mindset because you know this as well as anybody. It, it you you preach that on so many levels. Um, can can that be a, a mentality that uh, you said the desire is there? Can you ask for more than that um, in terms of players just? understanding what it means to keep control all the way through and, and not do a thing to, to mess it up when you, when you're up by 18 or whatever. Yeah. Well, if I'm laying on the ground, you know, one of these days, I'll know why. <laughs> don't know why. <laughs> okay. you'll, you'll know, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it would you. be nice. Thank you. It would be nice. I know. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> came to Buffalo with a full head of hair. I had a full head of hair when talk. I met you guys. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, Sean, Matt Bovey here. I guess you talk about the self-inflicted wounds and you talk about, you know, the things that are keeping the other team in a game. For you, what is the most frustrating? What what self-inflicted wound is the one that, you know, gets you the most fired up, I guess? Uh, really all of them, you know, I, because they all, they all factor into the game. So... You know, look, we came off the bye, we got to win. And, uh, and, and yeah, we've got a lot of things to clean up, which, which, and I heard, I got on the tail end of Josh's call there. Was, he's, he hit it, right? So a lot of things to clean up. That's why we go back to work, go back to practice. And uh, that's why, that's why we coach. And, and we got a great group of guys who I know are going to come back with a growth mindset and, and uh, attack it head on here. I know, you know, no, no football team is complete and you've never arrived, but does it say something that in a day when you guys didn't play your best, especially down the stretch, you were still able to get a win? Feel good about that. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to get into really, you know, that too much though. You know, I'm, again, I feel good about the win, man. These are hard, hard to come by really hard. And that's a good football team. And uh, they got to, got they're well coached by Anthony, as I've said all week long. And, and uh, they've got good players. So just very proud of the guys that we were able to, to stay uh, on the mission and stay stay focused, and you know we had some plays that we got that we got get cleaned up, as I said. Thank you, Sean. Yep. Hey, Sean. Um, question on uh, Brian Winters. Uh, you guys said a few guys were in the mix this week. He gets his ninth start. How how would you say he's been performing? Not only today, but you know now nine games into the season with you guys. How how would you say he's been doing? Yeah. Look, he's a veteran player that uh, you know he's come in and, and done a nice job and. And, uh, you know, he continues to, to uh, you know, get on the same page with the other guys now. You know, we've got a little bit, a little bit of continuity uh, from one game, I guess. Uh, so, uh, you know, real proud of the way he's, yeah. he's embraced what, how, you know, how we do things here. He's been really in one spot his whole career and uh, in the division at that. So I really appreciate the way he's embraced uh, us here and, and he's added to who we are. And as you mentioned, uh, that continuity piece, is there some excitement in the building to now have this maybe group of five and maybe see what they can do over the course of a few games together? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good thing, right? When you can have guys that play together, they've communicated together, they know looks, um, they know how each other's going to fit off each other, and, and that's all. That's always positive. Thanks, Sean. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Coach. Uh, two things, real quick. Um, first, can you just comment on how your defensive effort seemed to morph and change to what was needed in the game? For example, you may not have gotten sacks in the first half, but you were hurrying Justin Herbert's kind of timing of his plays. You were forcing a lot of incompletions. And then in the second half, when some adverse circumstances got thrown at your defense, just the way they were able to respond every single time, particularly in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I thought that was very impressive, Chris. Uh, you know, I thought Leslie and the staff did a great job during the week, uh, shaping a good game plan with good communication, and the players embraced it. And uh, they spent a lot of time this week. Uh, that's a good offense, right? And, and uh, they've been hot and and uh, with with weapons all over. And then getting Eckler back, I think, was a big you know jolt for them, and and uh, in a good way. And, and uh, our guys rose to the challenge. So uh, that's what we got to do every week. Sorry. And then on the other side of the ball, just the balance that you felt your run game provided for the offense as a whole today. Yeah, that was big. Uh, we go from, I think, 50 some yards in the first half to what, 173. Is that what it was? Uh, somewhere thereabouts, you know, the second half. And I'm proud of the offensive line, the backs, and, and uh, Coach Dave and the way he handled it. Thanks, Coach. Coach, how proud are you of the way that your team has progressed defensively? It seemed like early on in the season, everybody was kind of freaking out, and you kind of said, you know, we need to be it's, – it's early in the season. Was this how your team has progressed going up against top offenses the last three games? How proud are you of the way they've stayed disciplined and kind of come together? Yeah, you know, I, I, again, I tip my hat to the defensive staff, Coach Frazier and the defensive staff and the players, you know, led by Tremaine and, and our front and then – um, you know, you're looking at a back end that's done some good things also. So they're, they're really starting to, to play well together and, and uh, get on the same page. And, and I think that's that's a uh, credit to all of them. You being a defensive-minded coach, does it start to feel better starting to frustrate some offenses again? <laughs> no, I, you know, I just, I, I'm not, you know, again, I, I want to give the credit where it's due to those guys. Uh, um, you know, I try and balance my time between offense, defense, and special teams, but it does that's, that's the defense I expect. You know, we expect that every week. Um, and I think it just it just goes back to, and you got to start every week, fundamentals, technique, uh, spending time in the film room together, all those things is uh, is, is a part, big part of earning the right to win, and, and they did that. Thanks, Coach. Congrats on the win. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Sean, um, was there, I guess, even more of a concerted effort to establish the run today compared to, to weeks past, especially after spending the last week in that deep dive to kind of solve it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we just, we know, like all teams, you, you identify the gap of where you are and where you want to be, uh, Marcel, and, and, uh, and so then you evolve during the game, you know, and, and I think uh, I thought our, our coordinators did that, did it well. Coaches had great communication during the game, and then again, the players are the ones that got to. They have to execute. They got to do it, and I thought they did that in the second half in particular. To your point, and we've seen you win this week with a runner, a run heavier script. We saw it in week what is it, eight, nine against the Patriots as well. Have you done enough to, you know, I guess prove or be comfortable knowing 
that you can win a game, whether it's throwing the ball or running it? Yeah, I think uh, you, you never want to take it for granted, but it's, it's again, developing a football team and, you know, whether it's the defense or in this case with the run game offensively, um, you got to continue to, to morph and evolve and grow and, uh, and, and develop as a football team. And, and uh, you know, there's still a gap. We still, as, as been mentioned clearly on this call, we still have a lot to work on. All right. Thanks, Sean. Sure. Hey, Sean, it's Kim Jones, and I know I'm asking this after a win, but I'm curious how you process some of the self-inflicted stuff, including the 15-yard penalties, uh, and I would guess you put some of the turnovers in that category as well. Kim, I think you know me well enough. I... Um, that, that doesn't sit well with me. And the great part about it, honestly, Kim, is it doesn't sit well with our team, the players and the coaches. Right? It's one thing for, for me to get upset about it but at the end of the day it's about clear expectations and and our players have a great understanding for for what we what we want and, and honestly what wins in this league and and uh and you can't you can't do that to yourself your players who came on at least this zoom i'm on almost sounded like they lost the game i mean i i think that you can take heart in the fact that they take it to heart right yeah i know my team you know i know our team kim and and uh that's a great part about these guys and these gals is whether it's, you know, our staff, I'm talking just staff, not just the coaching staff, but everyone knows we've gotten to the point where we know what, what, what uh, people know what's expected. And uh, you can't do that and expect to win games. You're playing, you're living dangerously. And, and, uh, and so, you know, look at the end of the day, there's always, always things to work on. It's certainly, certainly good to, uh, to come out with a win against a good football team. Thank you, Sean. Sure, Kim. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. All right, Eric, the Bills have five games left, two Monday night games, a Sunday night game, and a Saturday afternoon game. Only one Sunday, 1 p.m. kick remains for the Buffalo Bills. And by the way, next week's game, we're not sure where it's going to be played because according to Santa Clara officials, uh, due to COVID restrictions, they're not allowed to have any practices or games in that county where the 49ers play at for the next three weeks. So with all of this... And with the Bills playing so many night games, something that they're really not used to as of the last few years under Sean McDermott is this team's been built up and gotten better every year. Mindset-wise, where does this team need to be at, knowing that they have some really important games coming up, some night games, but also knowing that you're not sure what's going to happen because of COVID, and we're seeing it with this Monday night game on the schedule here next week. Well, in 2020, you just have to be flexible and stuff like what will happen next Monday is going to happen and you prepare like you always would. And they've, they've already learned the lesson once. They they didn't come out as sharp against Tennessee when it, that game was in a state of flux. So they'll learn from that. They'll be better because of it. When you look at these primetime games, the Bills have earned it. They earned this spotlight through their play last year and through this season. So it's an honor to play in all these primetime games. And, yes, they'll get out of their Sunday at one rhythm, but that's good because moving forward, looking at the playoffs, there's not a lot of Sunday. There's only one Sunday at one game each week. The other ones are afternoon or evening or night games. So for the Bills, it would be great prep for what is hopefully another playoff run. 
Yeah, that's very true. The Bills are getting their mind right, their mind set for the playoffs to come. Of course, one game at a time, one week at a time, like Sean McDermott likes to say. We're going to wrap it up here. Eric, thanks for the time. If you want more analysis from Eric and me, more highlights, more sound bites, make sure you tune into MSG at 1130 for the full version of Bills tonight. We will catch you guys next week.